0: Hi,
1: I'm Jamin. Man, you guys see my whistle? Hi, I'm Casey. Now that the season is over, it's on to draft prep with Ryan. But, like, there's still another game. And,
0: and Ryan's not even here. Where is did- it? You sure there's another game? Yes, positive. Shit.
1: All right, welcome back in to just another football show. Have, have you thought out yet, Casey? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thought. I'm yeah, yeah.
2: Are, are you mentally thought? No, I think no.
1: That's the that's the correct question, and the answer is no. I'm not. But we'll we we'll get into you're it. You're not. You're not contemplating a lawsuit. Uh, no, you know. no. I can't say I'm <laughs> contemplating any lawsuits. That's that is factual. That's just so, ridiculous. Uh, I guess for those of you who haven't figured it out at this point, it's only been a a couple seconds here. But Ryan is joining us via the Skype tonight. Uh, it's
2: snowing. It's snowing pretty a good. A lot. Uh, like, a
1: lot. Jam's only a couple blocks from the recording studio, a.k.a. my basement. Yeah, Ryan's it was easy. much further away. Also, there's a snow ordinance, so he couldn't have parked in the street. It would have been a whole ordeal. I would have asked, like, asked my neighbor if he Ryan could park in Ryan would have had to come. Away.
0: No, see what would have happened.
1: I thought Ryan about this. Ryan to your house. Ryan
0: to my house, <laughs> and then we jet over here. Yeah, that's true. It's, it you
2: see? It's easier for me to sit at home, talk on Skype, have some pizza rolls here, have a nice little snow day. You know, oh, pizza rolls. That's
1: true. I even left work early. Hell yeah. this guy.
2: I left work early. I actually felt dumb because I left work at noon. It didn't even start it snowing until like 3 o'clock so when, I, norm- you when I normally would have left. So yeah, you could have like, felt yeah.
0: even more dumb and been like the public school system around here that just mm-hmm. canceled everything super early. And then it didn't even start <laughs> yeah. until like 4.30. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh as as we mentioned we've got some uh, some playoff games to talk about. There were two the this last past two. weekend, the last two in the playoffs, and we got the big one coming up. So um just a little housekeeping at the top. This will be the only episode we're doing this week. Um we we've, we've got some more stuff coming down the pipeline, but Really, not a lot pressing at the end of this week, so we're gonna take a little that little whole, bit of a break. That here. whole bye week gives us some flexibility here. To yeah, discuss a lot um, of you can expect. I think next week we're going to have our uh, our nominees for our oh, awards, the just another football show awards. We'll have that just up just like last year. We'll Black do tie. The, uh, do the the online voting for you guys. We'll see who agrees with what we have, and I think we'll get a little bit better of a uh, a voting turnout with the Facebook group this year. So if you're not in there, make sure you are because. Uh, We'll be dropping the link in there for everyone to go in and get their votes in. We'll announce all the nominees, I think, hopefully next week, and then we may sit on going over our awards until the week after because, well, that's when the the NFL will have announced theirs, and we can sort of compare and contrast. So,
2: yeah, and then next week we'll also have, I think it's Jeremiah and Katie. Yep, we'll have the interviews with them up on Facebook. Yep. So we'll be doing all uh, kinds of
1: things. They may even actually get on the
0: episode. We'll see how it goes. She's been dying. Yeah. So like, she's like, oh, this is on Facebook again. Like, I'm not good enough for the show. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, hey, we got it. Should, uh, tell her she can flip me some money to the hosting
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, we're he right up against her ra- hosting in time a, In a
1: roundabout way. Yeah, true. She that's true. That's <laughs> true. You're not wrong. She, um, she
2: should be happy that she gets to be on three fucking episodes in a row. <laughs> that is
0: true. It's true. It's going to become a regular thing. She's going to make me sit at home with the kids. There you go. Maybe we could do
1: that. That's what we should arrange. Yeah, OK. Jam can stay well, home that's
0: I'm taking my microphone with me. <laughs> you,
1: <laughs> Damn it. All right, so we're gonna uh, go over these two games. I do have a little bit of news. We got some things. We'll see how long this takes us and how deep we get into some of his other stuff. There's some fun stuff, some mess stuff, some interesting stuff. I know we like the showdown. Those rosters were announced, so we can go over that. Some replacements at the Pro Bowl after this weekend's games. So sorry, guys. Yo, Mitchell, my heart's just not in.
0: There. Oh, you can't do the thingy because <laughs> we're on the phone. Huh? The the sounder. I was, oh, I was wait. I thought you were stalling for the sounder. No,
1: I don't know that it would work. So we're just gonna bypass it. We're just gonna go right into. It. Yeah, I'm not sure how it would work. All right, Rams 26, Saints 23 in the overtimes. Great game. Um I, I will be back, up front. I'm gonna again. mostly let you guys go on this one. I was unable to watch it. I was keeping up on the score, <laughs> listening yeah. to what I could on the radio, but uh,
0: how soon do we want to address the elephant in the room? Do we want to talk about jump, the jump, jump, in, jump right in, into yep. it? The whistle? Yeah. Yeah, whistlegate. No. God well, I, damn that guy in his whistle. And screw everyone else, like no no, this is this dude. I've got the video or the picture to prove it, that there were people
2: we, – we, we posted it on Twitter. Yeah, it's on – like were, There were a, <clears throat> a ton of whistles there. Yeah, and, and for anyone – It wasn't anymore. just Whistle Monster, although shout-out to him. Fabulous. You know the, the amount of noise he can make with just his, his human body, it, it really is a, a superpower, a semi-superpower. Um, and you know what? Maybe if he had a little bit more juice in the tank, they would have won. And now I get it.
0: Like, now I understand it, because I've seen him at games several times with, like, the giant, like, whistle on his helmet. And I'm like, what's this guy's gimmick? Like, what's going on here? But now I understand it. But, yeah, and for anyone wondering uh, against league rules and stadium policy. Yeah, I mean, we we sort of talked about this. It's tough to, like, patrol, but...
1: Yeah, we sort of talked about this off-air last night. Because I I was
0: so curious, because going to, like, the Barnstormers here... Like we get, it is a very different get, thing. It's a different atmosphere, but there is a very strict set of rules. Like here is what you can do, and here is what you cannot do. And the moment you kind of sway from one of those or the other, um, local security here does a pretty good job of cracking down on your ass. Not as big as this. Well, it's a much smaller much atmosphere. Smaller. Like, yeah, I I told yeah. the story I, I, last night. Go ahead. Yeah, I had to. I was doing a little bit of research just because I wanted to know for sure whether or not I was allowed. And what I pulled up was an article from 06... Uh, That The Seattle newspaper had written um, basically explaining, hey, the league says these things are kind of forbidden, but they don't want to be like the bad guy here. So they kind of leave it up to the in-house. But that article came about because there was a 49ers Seahawks game. Where there was a messed up play because of a artificial whistle,
1: yeah. and that's and I think that's the problem with this. Um, yeah, all these other artificial noisemakers. There's a part of me that goes, "Fuck it, you want to like?" I get the that horns? some things can yeah. be dangerous, but you get the horns or the cowbells or whatever. Um, but a whistle is a totally different beast. Um, yeah, yes, yeah.
2: That's it I, I is used on the agree. field of like,
1: play, so you can't do that. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's a, there's a difference between just noise and 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 Saints fans were were fucking loud like I was impressed and frustrated with how loud they were just because even that came through the broadcast but yes. the whistles were, were fairly apparent I don't know if the microphones were close or whatever I'm, I imagine there seemed, was,
0: yeah I imagine there was a guy just close enough to the press box yeah. that has maybe, using maybe it one. just
2: seemed extra egregious but to me it came off it came off just a little bit cheap to you know I'm sure it happens at every game so I, I it's just noticing it in a championship game like that I, I don't know comes off as a little little dirty, a little cheap, but and like
0: you talked as loud as they were, yeah. Kudos to it, the Rams for being able to just hang in there.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean, it, to, to, sort, of, to sort of get into the game a little bit here, we had just in the, the what was it the first couple drives, like three different he helmet had, changes. He had issues with the headset yeah. and was unable to hear uh, anything. So and I wonder how, how much of that was Goff. I, yeah. I, I should say, yeah. yeah. I wonder how much those, of that yeah, was an wrong. error or just the fact that just could not hear. Well, and that's... They were talking about that today on one of the, the ESPN broadcasts is uh, sometimes with that that inner headset in the in the helmet there, when the stadium's loud enough, when the, the coach or whoever is trying to uh, relay you get a it through signal, his mic. you're not only are you getting it, but you're getting it through his mic as well, and yeah. it really just makes the situation even worse, so... Right, um, and it,
2: it, was, it was so loud there. They were saying in the press boxes, like, bottles of water were shaking like Jurassic Park. Did you guys... And on the... Uh, the first touchdown, like yeah. part of the ceiling fell down. Yes. Uh, I was under the bring press that box. So. It was
0: after the uh, f- the interception that Goff threw early in the Intercept. game. Like, just but, the crew mm-hmm. underneath the stadium and like one of the back corridors, all of a sudden drywall is just falling on them because yeah. the noise and the. Just insane. Nice. Like,
2: literally and, tore and the, the, the place down. The noise the noise affects the Rams disproportionately because how they run the show, how the combination of Goff and McVeigh identify defenses and call audibles or, or uh, call plays based on what they see with that, that 25 second window where the coach can talk to uh, talk to Jared Goff. And that really affected, and it was, it was pretty obvious through the first quarter. It really affected what the Rams were able to do on offense. Uh, they even had to deal, Like you said, they had to go to the third helmet. They had to get a helmet from uh, Sean Mannion, the backup quarterback. And that's what finally was working for whatever reason. So, Clearly the the sound was affecting the Rams, and I I think um, – kudos, like you said, to the Rams for being able to overcome that. I think that they simplified the playbook a little bit, weren't doing as much uh, moving at the line like they normally do, and that was why they were able to get back in this game.
0: I was – I fell for it. At, uh, at one point, I w- it was in the second half, uh, late third quarter or fourth quarter around there, but like Goff, because it was so loud and could not communicate with the line, left from under center, walked all the way to like a receiver and just started verbalizing which way, like, hey, this is where you're supposed to be. I was expecting one of those trick like, philly philly, like I was, one of those direct snap plays or something like that. I was expecting yeah. it. And was kind of I was let down that they didn't like it wasn't
2: <laughs> I, there They didn't take it really I know that. that too it would have been actually I probably I mean those things don't usually work out is the Philly Philly is an exception but I think you, you could have played it up enough where that actually did work out so um, I, I did like the you know the the fake punt that they ended up doing it's kind of a signature for the Rams they have one of the best. Punters in the league, one of the best special team units in the league. So here's two words to that look at this Ember game. Quarterback position, uh, it, it was so. almost a given, yet it still worked.
0: Yeah, I and mean, it's kind of fun to see because we know both these teams are notorious for doing it. But going into the matchup, never once did I think, hey, these guys both do this. Yeah. Like, why didn't I think to? Because no one wants to spend time analyzing fake punts. Well, it's just not yeah, fun. It's not.
2: It's not I, what I you expect. Say, I will say. I'm calling it fake punt in the Super Bowl. Oh,
1: okay, well, sure. I mean, that, I could buy it, but that's. <laughs> I was. I'm, I, there, where's, where's I, the, I promise there's you, there's prop a prop bet. bet. Oh, I will have oh, some yeah. prop bets up for us Guarantee next week. I, it. I'll be I stealing them you, from other I podcasts, think. but I will be. I will have some prop bets next weekend.
2: I saw you could uh, prop bet on the coin toss in the Super Bowl. That's fucking free money for Vegas.
1: Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep, tails never
0: fails, but then it was heads this weekend. Well. <laughs>
1: It, that's we won't get into I the mathematics that. I said that, and then
0: my wife goes, Oh, I think you said Tails never fails. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'd so, say
2: about half the time Tails fails, actually.
1: It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good 50 uh, 50. Good,
2: good 50%. Roughly.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, just a couple other points here before we get into, as Jam said, the elephant in the room, because it is a whole conversation to have here. Um, Drew Brees has has already stated that he intends to come back next season. Um I don't know that that surprises anybody, but he was no. he did put it out there. Um he as well as he played this season, uh you know, he's right Injury up there for relative, MVP yeah. candidate. There's no reason that I expected he wouldn't be, but it was a question that he was obviously asked. It's it's asked of someone his it, in his position and his age. Every every time here and so now we when, have to sort of report it I think. In my suppose.
0: mind had they won this game, gone on, and then potentially won a Super Bowl. At that point, I see him yeah. most likely pulling a John Elway. Hey, I got two. I'm good at this point in my career. I think you could possibly
1: else to say prove. the same for the other side. We'll talk about it later, though.
2: Yeah. I, I, I also think if like if they would have got the door, the doors blown off in this game or if they had won and got the, get destroyed in the next game, I think there would have been thoughts like, well, maybe we don't have it or maybe it's not quite here yet, so... Uh, but I, I do agree. I, him, Sean Payton, likely going to stick around. Uh, it's like next year will be the season of vengeance. Basically, so you're not you know? you're not buying into I mean,
0: those
1: Dallas rumors well, at we all. We said it this this
2: week. Yeah. This
1: this week. I mean, that's it is got to be the two worst back to back playoff exits yeah. in probably sports history. Right? I yeah. mean, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, to go probably,
1: out on the I, the, the, I think the, the Minneapolis the Browns, miracle. Browns
2: had a, the drive and then the fumble and stuff in the late eighties, maybe. Yeah. So that that's close. But yeah, you, you had the Minneapolis miracle last year and the, the Nola, no call this year. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just, nah. I don't know. I want to get
0: into it so bad, but I'm trying not to jump the gun here.
2: I'm sorry. Well, I wanted to,
1: we we wanted can to, continue to talk. I got, I got one other question for you guys, and this may not be a question for you guys. This may be a question to sort of push and talk to. I know I want to talk to Katie about this next week. Um, or any other Rams fans out there, um, I, I still am not above maybe getting on more than one person, uh, and talking to some, just some fans if you if you want to. What do you guys make of this Todd Gurley situation? I think he's not healthy. That's what I think, but he he swears that he's right.
0: The only and other that he thing, was basically
1: it was a bad day. He knew it. The coaching staff knew it, and they moved on from. That's
0: him. the only other. It was he, a bad day.
1: He, that's true. He
0: dropped too early. One of which led to an interception. And then when they went back to him, it was another drop. Just Todd Gurley not looking like Todd Gurley yeah. at yeah. all.
2: I, I'm I'm guessing he's he's like 80 percent which is, is still better than most running backs in the, the entire league. But is it better than a
1: fresh C.J. Anderson?
2: <laughs> right. And C.J. Anderson looked great. I mean, C.J. Anderson's looked great for the last few weeks. Oh, it's uh, fucking bizarre It was you know, a huge game for Anderson, right? but 44 yards, and he got those those plodding yards through the center of the line, which are just kind of devastating to a defense. I, I think the combination of C.J. plus what they were able to do on the outside, the the Rams usually have a, a – offense that moves left and right a lot, but to add it, CJ that can go kind of down the middle, not to say that Todd can't, but CJ, like that's his bread and butter and he's really good at it. I, I think that's why we've kind of see, seen the um, the whole offense kind of come back together. When you get CJ and Todd Gurley you know, I'm hoping we get a healthy Todd Gurley in two weeks and we get to see him at his best because when, when he's at his best, he's, he's, he's really it's probably the get. best, if not the second best back in the league.
0: The only other thought I had on this was they kind of just abandoned the run for the most part of the game. Like, it wasn't working out. It wasn't panning out. They had to do other things. Yeah. So that's why I assume that at that point it was just easy to go with a healthy C.J. Anderson because they weren't pounding the rock like they were against Dallas. It wasn't that yeah, one-two punch. I,
2: I don't know exactly what the breakdown is, but C.J. Anderson was blocking really well too,
0: and uh, I think that not, could be another big, uh, big uh, yeah, reason.
2: Yeah, not not just being able to sustain blocks, but to identify blitzers and things like that. He's a veteran running back, so he's he's pretty good at that. Um, I don't know that Todd Gurley is not not good or bad at that, but
0: I think it's uh, just something C.J. he hasn't. C.J. Had doing to...
2: a, yeah, C.J. was doing a really good job. Yeah,
0: I think it's something that Gurley hasn't necessarily had to do a whole lot of, because it's very yeah. rarely do you see him stay back there and uh, pass protection. Usually, he's and if he's not getting the ball, he's going out uh, and, you know, open as a receiver.
2: This was probably the—I uh, mean, the offensive line played well, but they were getting run by the, the Saints' defensive line. And, and linebackers are just that good that they were able to uh, put a ton of pressure on Jared Goff like we saw in this game. It only resulted in one sack, but how many times he was hurried, how many times he yeah. had to get off of his there was... you know, move around. So it it really was— uh, a great performance by the Saints' defense, and th- this shows you how good the Rams' offensive line is.
0: There were a lot of similarities in both of the two games that we watched uh, Sunday here, but a big one for me was the similarities between uh, Goff and what uh, we'll we'll get there when we talk uh, Chiefs later. But what Mahomes were doing in the face of pressure—both these guys were looking a little uncharacteristic and feeling that rush—and Jared Goff was off. Quite a bit for the first half, uh, or at least the first quarter, and then they kind of got into a rhythm and got things going. Ridiculous uh, stat, just because Casey was looking over at me when I was shaking my head. Oh yeah, yeah, I and was a little belief. curious. <coughs> Both quarterbacks were twenty six of forty one.
1: No, oh, interesting. Yeah, just one of it's those small things. Of small, that, yeah, serendipitous. small things
0: that I noticed and went, huh,
1: interesting. That's weird. Okay, so let's uh, let's just sort of get into the the finish of this game, as it were. Uh, we'll take it from I think the. The most important part of this game, uh, Rams were, uh, were were down 13. No, I'm joking. Um, I was just going to go all oh, the way Rams back to where it way, yeah. actually started to change. No, yeah. the, we, we, we'll go to the pass interference play here, which um, I don't think anyone here is going to say not pass interference. No. right?
0: No, what's his name? Nickel Roby came out in the uh, press conference. Oh, definitely, I got away with one. Yeah, that was definitely pass yeah. interference. And I love that because Sean McVay was like, "Well, I don't know, the refs uh, must have saw see? something and like did try you to you downplay it." And Nickel Colby just. Nope. Did you guys see yeah.
1: they they recreated it on Madden? Ten to see out of ten it was a, flag 10 and out out got 10. a Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten times.
0: <laughs> with the uh, I, didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, the AI is better the, than the actual yeah. official. Well, and they also did it with like pass interference, like turned down all the way. <laughs>
2: Like, yeah, I that, guess that he, definitely was, and and watching it in real time, it's like I, – I mean, if you watch it at full speed – At full speed from the original mostly, angle. Mostly like, oh, oh, that that looks like it, but when you see it – It slowed it down. down. Like, yeah. Because
0: yeah. at full speed from the angle that they were original broadcast was showing, it looked like one of those super quick bang-bang, like hit him and the ball was there and in place yeah. and whatever. Yeah. But then they slow it down like, oh, yeah, no, that is – and then there's the my, question my, uh, of – there's the question so my of my one like,
2: defense. My one defense on on the refs, not to cut you off. Uh, if, if the ball is tipped, then there can be no pass interference. For some reason, I did we ever? Look that heard far heard that, to that he might have thought it was tipped. To be fair, no, never did.
0: no one ever looked that far into it to see if it was tipped. We need uh, the Bears fans yeah, to get on get that one. That. They know all it. about that. My biggest thing here is, and I had enough in me to where I was enjoying the shit out of trolling everyone that wanted to argue with me. On social media about this play, it was the way that they had been calling the entire game for the most part.
2: These were yeah, that's we, what they do in the playoffs.
0: We went an entire, well, we went a whole first half with well, little to no penalties well. until it's the other game. Yeah, like the other. We'll, we'll, well talk about that a little bit later because there was an uh, ESPN article, I believe, ESPN or uh, NBC or one of those the, one of the major sports yeah. media outlets put out an article last week. When these referee squads were announced and one of the big selling points was they don't want this game to come down in the referee's hands. They don't want it to be a penalty that, you know, the other side of it, like this was, well, the refs could have thrown that flag. No, they didn't want a situation where the refs throw a flag that dictates the outcome of these games. So they pick these squads based on their track record throughout the regular season. And from start to finish, these guys were letting them play. There were several. There was, oh, yeah. There was the picked up flag say, in the I, first half, which they said uh, no penalty for offensive pass interference when there was clearly defensive pass interference on the play. So they were letting it go. Um, I kept bringing up the uh, missed face masks.
1: Like, I didn't watch this game, as I've said multiple times, but yeah. I've seen the graphics or the little bits and pieces here and there of the. Just, here, this should have been a penalty, this should have, And you can do that every game, guys. You I don't want to... And that's the thing. I
0: love... Like, that's the immediate argument was, well, there's face masks that don't get called in every game. Sure,
1: but if there's... Pass just, interference that don't get called in every game, yeah. guys. Like, the problem puts, is
0: with this one, is it's so blatant and egregious.
1: Well, and And when it happened. If this happened in the first it. half, we mm-hmm. wouldn't be talking about it right no, now.
0: No, it was the situational. But you know what? If they would have completed a pass to Ted Ginn on first down that didn't kill the clock, didn't throw the ball behind him on the next play... And then maybe just thrown a little better ball in this one, or ran a little faster or a better route. Everyone's like, "Well, he wasn't even looking for the ball." No shit, because if he was looking for the ball, it was a pick six the other way.
1: Yeah, that's also
2: true. Well, so this one, if you get into the whole ref situation, Bill Vinovich was the referee, and and apparently he has he's zero and eight. Well, one and nine, one and eight now. In Rams games, yeah. every game he had done for the Rams before was, was a loss for yeah, the Rams. Yeah, there was a
1: petition to and replace him, if I recall. Yeah, there
2: was, yeah, there was a petition was signed by like 8,000 Rams fans. And I, I was thinking, you know, there's no way that it's a coincidence. Yeah, that you yourself 0-8. in our
0: group chat, like our, our messages back and forth. It can't forth. be a coincidence. You were like, oh, no, there's no way. Like, this is, I'm like,
1: oh, it's got to be a coincidence. Yeah. Right? We're not doing the coincidence thing again, guys.
2: I'm, I'm just saying. So so I, maybe that – honestly, like maybe that weighed on Bill Vinovich, and he was a little bit um, – more lax or something i don't know but he didn't he didn't call a penalty there was not a penalty called against the saints until the second half like five minutes into the second half so it was a game where generally not a lot of penalties were being called obviously better teams have generally have less penalties called anyway but uh in the playoffs like we've said like everyone says they are they do let them uh play you know they they let them play yeah uh, more so Uh, but but that last call is the, definitely deserves some some judgment. I think there could be a, a big overhaul of the referee system or they might end up making Yeah, there's can,
0: all the talk. Like um, I'm assuming I just cut you off and you were going to say it, but make this a challengeable yeah. play.
1: Here's the thing, and and, and it's in and it was pointed out, obviously Sean Payton had all kinds of things to say about it, as you would if, if it yeah, were maybe you. Maybe if that's you called a better second fine. half, Sean. Um, it's also, it's also uh, uh, we should be pointed out that I believe he is on the competition committee. Yes. Which is uh, is a not a, a, a non-factor at all. But um, he obviously has been very vocal about this. Um, the other people, because I found this slightly interesting. Do you know the other people on the competition committee, Ryan, by chance? I do. I have it in front of me. Uh, Wasn't Jeff, there's, one, there's one name on here that sort Jeff of still Fisher blows still my mind. Uh, well, it doesn't really blow my mind, but I find it really interesting.
0: Is Jeff Fisher still on the competition committee? No.
1: Because he was for the longest time.
0: Yeah.
2: The uh, and Rich McKay was for a long Rich time McKay too. still is yeah, which he's something with the Falcons now. His dad was a former Bucks head coach for a while, so uh, that's most the reason I know his name that and that he's on the competition committee
1: so the uh, the Giants owner, uh, John Mara, is on the the competition committee there. The Packers president Mark Murphy, is on the competition committee, the Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin, and the Ravens ex general manager Ozzie Newsom hmm.
2: I wonder if that
1: will change, though. That's a, my thought. Is that's That that was I, the one I that stood out Aussie to me. Was looking the GM at that
2: this list, year. Like, this was Aussie's last year. So maybe
1: la- was it last this year? Oh yeah, I guess it probably would be. Huh. Okay. I guess maybe that's not as odd. But um, I, I will say that both uh, John Elway, who is on the or is you know a, obviously a big voice in the uh, the football, did sort of come out today and say, "Hey, let's." I, I get it, but. Um, you, you can't replay every pass interference. Like exactly. that's going to be a problem. We had, uh, the uh, Cowboys' vice president Stephen Jones sort of echoed that, where you're going to see a, a, a just a, a really a, a huge slowdown of the game if if you go too far with this. Um, right. and, and no then, jams you, chomping you, at the bit to point out the NFL. Or, you know, um, I, I yeah, what I
2: think d- that that if, if I, I don't I don't think they should make it uh, reviewable. I do kind of lean towards making it a fifteen yard penalty because you can absolutely win a game on a, a bad pass interference call. Or you I would agree lose with a game that. On too so and I think the the
1: official would be more apt to 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 sort of throw it in the if it was just if it were a fifteen yard yarder um, not that I, you know, lean one way or the other yeah. on whether or not it should be thrown. It's it's a very tough thing. I, I think the argument that I would like to make, and I'd like to see them do, is, and it's been talked about more than once. The NFL needs full time officiating crews. These guys but, ha-
2: all. It, what what's that? What what actual difference will that make? I,
1: I think if these guys are actually responsible year round for honing their skills, being involved in the decision making process here. And being able to give out their there input, I think scrimmages. it would just be a better, a better thing for them to for this to be their full time job. You know, you got these guys that are this isn't their full time gig, and they're responsible for what is now the and biggest story
0: in the country. right Apparently, now. the guy that didn't throw the flag is from Southern California, yeah, so whatever. the fix is in. Yeah, whatever.
2: Lots of fucking people are from Southern California. I know, right? It's uh, a, it's, there's there's, I, a,
0: there's a lot, like a big part that's Southern California. Like it's a big state. A lot of I, I do inside. think
2: that uh, uh, they should take a look at the rule rule book in general. Some of the shit is just so nuanced and subsection three, part A. This and yeah. you know, take out some of some of that like very 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 specific stuff, and, and then it's like more understandable that it's a judgment call. But if you have a, a part-time ref, like you're saying, that's trying to, and most of these guys are lawyers. So they're used to kind of the yeah. big detailed things. But uh, if you, if you're trying to run through your head and go through, well, does this qualify as t- section 12, three, a whatever, like while you're in real time, while you're calling a play that, that can start to fuck with you. So uh, I do think simplifying that the rule book will help would help. Um, if you change it to a 15 yard penalty, people would be more apt to call it. Uh, you, you know, because because if you if you call a pass interference penalty there, the game's over, like the game is, is done.
0: Essentially, there's no guarantees. Ask Dallas how that works out when you get that the, chip the, shot field goal for the
2: the game is all but done. Sure. Sure. But so, nothing's
0: No, I mean, nothing's sealed at that point. Nothing's for sure. Well, right. and, and, and most then, likely they're the going to kick the but, field goal and win. are yeah.
2: calling it not calling it is. Besides being a, an egregious no call, it, it allows the game to play. You're not the only thing that's lost is a down. Yes. So and that's it, and so they I and they had an opportunity lean, and and I, I think that, that would lean toward toward the no call.
1: I tend to agree, I agree with everything that's said here, but I mean, in the long run, the Saints still had the ball with the ability to score exactly. and win the game and and couldn't pull it off. So, my I mean, I get that it, it isn't quite that cut and dry, but. It isn't it's, like it's with s- that with that non-call, the game was over right there and you lost.
2: Yeah. It's the same thing as people who are like, oh, let's get rid of kickers. Like, why, why do you play 59 minutes and 59 seconds for it to come down to a kicker? It's like, well, win the game in those 59 minutes and 59 seconds and as opposed doesn't to the last come down second. In the yeah. Like, uh, and, th- and that's an argument you can make for everything. And that's the argument. You know, um, a game never come almost never comes down to one play yeah and this, this is, it's a, this it's is an argument you'll hear me miracle, make you know? very shortly
0: so. i absolutely love uh Nate Burleson. his I love he's Nate fun. Burleson in general. Yeah. Great. Love, like a great uh, broadcaster. Uh, just fun to watch. Very entertaining. He came up through listening the podcast to. ranks first yeah. before
1: he got his. So we're, big job. there we so go. We're, working, we're uh, working our way up. I, he love, also played. I love listening to him, him on played, some He also played, though, too. So. That's true. He's had a leg up on he, us. Yeah. Uh, I loved listening to him on some podcasts. But he's, uh, he's a very good football uh, mind.
0: Phil Sims is just railing and the uh, halftime of the Chiefs game about this call right here and Nate Burleson looks at him with a dead face and goes well you can't blame it on that one call or if you're gonna blame it on that call maybe you blame it on uh, half the calls that Sean Payton made in the second half like just like no like you can't blame the rest for anything nothing comes down to it to that one specific play sure you're most likely going to win the game but like you said Ryan and it's a great way to put it uh they might most most likely would have won that game there but that one play didn't keep the like it didn't cost them the game they didn't lose yeah, the, the game only thing that, that was play. lost
2: was the down but yeah. um and then it just I, w- it didn't cost I, the Saints I, the I game i fully it, understand yeah. why saints fans think that they were robbed and I, I i will certainly allow them to feel that way uh but if you want to have if you want to have a logical conversation about it we certainly can uh but i will say that was past interference
0: yeah oh absolutely that's, that's it was true. but on the flip side of that based off of the way they were calling that game I feel like I would have been more upset.
1: Uh, 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 had I don't it. think that's true. I, 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 I don't, I don't I think, think any true. of those other calls were as egregious. As Not this as
0: one. egregious, but it, when you're letting all these things go and then they're playing the replays and going, oh, well, they should have called that. Oh, they got away with one there, didn't they? And then for it to I, come down to this situation here where now they throw the flag.
1: See, that's, that's the thing that irritates me to an extent. You hear about this a lot more in the NBA than you do here because the playoffs show up and it is the we're going to let them play. And I'm I'm not even really a proponent of that. I, I believe that if it's a penalty, you call it a penalty. That's just all there is to it. You're not you shouldn't let things go. The biggest argument yeah. I've seen. Just because it's a bigger this, game does not mean you get yeah. away with things. The, the I biggest, don't it, the biggest
0: it's argument more of a I've reason seen, that you
1: shouldn't get away with it. As
0: everyone upset about this wants consistency. Well, there needs to be consistency. No. There was consistency throughout this whole game. Sure, there were lots of blown calls, consistently bad. Yeah, but it was all there. It was no. consistent.
1: Consistently bad I, doesn't.
2: The it, fact that this is a narrative it. just just proves how kind of bad. You know, no one wants a game to come down to officials, and the NFL is super duper worried about that. And in you know, in this game, it absolutely did seem to come down to that one play uh, we've talked about why it didn't actually but i understand why people who you know maybe just they tune in for a couple of games a year or, or the diehard saints fans might think that it comes down to this one one play uh and, and it's not a good look for the nfl right now i just hope that there's not a knee-jerk reaction in the offseason like we talked about to make it reviewable because that will make games you know four I mean, hours long it and took no one a couple it took <laughs> no a couple
1: that. times to get there on the catch and it i yeah. mean it isn't it, it, it it, what should have been a knee jerk reaction with the catch took quite a while to quote unquote fix, fix. and it's so I don't fixed. know that we'll see exactly. I
0: just want I don't want to get too much into it, but I no, want to bring either, it up because we be, got to keep moving. I want to bring it up because it was brought up in the Facebook sure. conversation and by Saints fan Fez, yeah, who mentioned, hey, they call this an in a re- in indoor football, yeah, but it slows the game down exponentially and it's ridiculous. You should not be able to challenge for penalties ever. I don't think. Yeah.
2: Cause, cause can they challenge for holding? In, they in can. Football, they yeah, 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 yeah that, They're like, though. oh, there was a holding. Can, I mean,
0: There's holding on yeah. every fucking play.
2: Yeah, yeah if you're I, looking I don't. For it, you I can don't want to go. You know, I, I don't want to see more. things and that's added one of to the, the review system, just because that that adds so many more elements. Maybe I'm just an old cranky man. Probably. I, I'm little slow on little uh um uh slow to to want to see things I don't change. Know. I don't
0: want to see but... the game get slowed down any more than it already is. Because the biggest complaints about an NFL game is the, the clock speed, the rate at which it plays out. And I mean, all these, these other two leagues forming coming out, one of their biggest things is we're going to have a quicker game. It's going to be more action, more exciting, less downtime. So you can't take something that is already getting blasted for the amount of downtime and then increase that. It's terrible in college, watching college football (laughs) game. Sometimes when there's like, Oh, we need to review this play. We need to review every play is reviewable.
1: I I will say, and it'll be the last thing on it before we move on. Um, I think there is a system that you could implement that you could do this faster. There's no need to run over to the sideline and hold up a fucking screen. No, you send it to a central location. They call down. They could have the call to the ref by the time he gets to the sideline. Yeah. There's no reason that it takes five minutes for them to figure it out. It's, you should have a centralized location that is looking at this as soon as it happens and is able to call down to the official and say, this is the call. I don't need you looking yeah. at a screen. I don't need anything else. We've got a team of people who just gave you the official call. They can take it up with us.
2: I, I think the that's the that way it should be. Part of the reason it feels so bad to watch it on TV is because during that whole time while the the ref is at the tablet or whatever, they have fifteen different angles that uh, you know Phil or uh, Jim Nance and Tony Romer or whoever are talking about, <laughs> and we know instantly, you know unless we you're know in the stadium and, and they're only be.
1: showing you the angles that you want to see and you're right. curious as to why it's taking so long. It's it I get it, but um I, I just think that it could be handled better um just sort of a happy medium. It's, I it's
2: I I will say if all the if judgment calls like that are done at a central location, it allows for some conspiracies to develop.
1: That's I suppose. I mean but you also have the, the official who is from SoCal, so it's what it is. So we're gonna we're gonna take a quick little break. We'll come back. We'll talk the other game and uh, maybe some news. We'll see. We'll see how long it goes. It's uh, yeah, you know, we went a little long here.
2: <laughs> I feel like we didn't really talk about the game.
1: Well, you're not going to when things like
0: that. Unfortunately, happen, unfortunately. yeah, that's the, like the thing. So. Oh, the like people saying that the Rams didn't deserve this win. Shut the fuck up, okay? They don't deserve yeah. to be in the Super Bowl, really, because they won the game and got there. Like they played a really good season. Just shut yeah. up.
2: You can't say the game came down to one call. You can't say this season came down. the same came time, yeah. the Rams didn't deserve it. Yeah. Nah, whatever. It's
1: amazing. Whatever. All right. So we will be right back after this. Hey, guys. It's Casey from Just Another Movie Show. After some time off, we are officially back. We're going to be talking everything Oscars this weekend. Snubs, surprises, disappointments, and how the Academy just can't get some things right. Make sure you're liking us on Facebook and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And now... Back to the show. All right, uh, welcome, welcome back. Yes, is that? Yeah, we're still yeah. here, we're still here. All right. Patriots thirty-seven, I mean, Chiefs thirty-one. Uh, does, does somebody? I mean, I've got, I've got thoughts. I'll let other people. I got maybe a, I got a
0: huge thought. Okay,
1: okay, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, uh, um, point out the the bare bones things here that need to be pointed out, just as as sort of game notes that I try to throw out at the top. Um, Eric Berry did play this game, and I believe based on a, a spreadsheet that I saw, played like 97% of the snaps, so that wasn't really a question, and I thought he played just fine. Um, Spencer Ware was also out there, I believe, looking at my stat sheet here. Yeah, one kit target, yeah. Uh, not much, but he, I mean, one one target, one catch, 21 yards. So um, He's not the guy now, that's for sure, but uh, no. he was also no. out there. Those are the two names we've looked at on the 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 injury report for a couple of weeks now um the
2: doctor was not
1: out the doctor was not out there that's true um it's a bummer i don't know so how the much doctor wasn't in affects i mean it affects definitely affects things I, I meant more so the fact of him not being out there but them releasing ron parker um parker did not play very spectacularly this season And since eric Berry was out there i don't know that it makes a huge difference on that front um having the doctor out there would have probably helped quite a bit in theory um, as Patrick was just running around, uh, trying not to get hit all game. Unfortunately, um, I, I don't, Jam, what do you got? Because I, my I mean, I have takeaway, I have thoughts, but um, I'll, my, I'll just sort of get on my soapbox at some point and start rolling, and and I, nobody will be able to stop me. Yeah. So
0: my biggest thought is both teams should get a chance to possess the football in overtime, and we're not. A, I'm kidding. Kidding. Just wanted to throw that out there, lighten the mood a little bit, have a little bit of fun.
1: Okay, It's the rules. This is what it is. It's fine, and it's the rules, and I'm not going to say it's a bad rule. No, I'm not going to say it's right a bad rule. rule. It's, it's not the right rule.
0: Oh, if Patrick Mahomes would have had a chance. Well, he had a whole first quarter to score one and more point. He he
1: had two, or first, first half, two quarters. First half, he didn't put up any points. That's the yeah. ultimate argument. But um, it is, I will say, kind of a bad look for a league that their guy who will most likely be the MVP... In, at this point in time, the most important game of the season in overtime didn't get a chance to touch the ball. That's a bad yeah. look. Um, and, just, the, and the rule is fine. Just... I, I know I'm a Chiefs fan, and I know me saying it doesn't come across as well as it should. But I think that that is a bad look. I understand the rules are the rules. Um, and I understand that the Chiefs had three third and tens on that overtime drive, and they couldn't stop them. Mm-hmm. These are all things that this team i mean i 'll run down this this stat sheet. this team did not deserve the win that 's all there is to it. They really they got lucky with two turnovers that kept them in the game. If you look at the head to head statistics on this game it 's asinine there 's no reason this game should have been as close as it was thirty six to eighteen on first downs total yards five twenty four to two ninety I, I mean time of possession fo- almost forty four minutes.
2: Yeah, doubled them up. On they doubled the them session. up. That, you can't win games that way. Obviously, overtime played a factor in that, but
1: that's true. You just you don't win games that way. So no. I, I I have trouble getting too upset about the way things ended up because I just don't see this. They they didn't stop Tom Brady once, and you have
0: to no, do it. They were outplayed for a team that led the league in sacks. They didn't sack Tom Brady once. They didn't they pressure didn't him get once. there. And Thompson
2: I was sacked this postseason. Yeah, but.
0: we were like Ryan and I. Am not going back and forth, but at one point, I was like, "Just send everyone. Send the whole fucking house. Just do it." And Ryan pointed out that they're not built to play man coverage. You can give up that big play. Who gives this shit? So you run the op, the you run the chance of giving up the big play. But when you send eight guys and they've only got five to sit there and protect Tom Brady, someone's gonna hit him. Whether or not he gets the ball out first is irrelevant. You're going to hit him. That's how you beat Tom Brady. And it's so frustrating knowing that the formula is out there on how to beat the New England Patriots. Yet teams are still so
2: afraid to give up that big play that they just don't do it. you're You're not beating him by just rushing. Because he, he can tear you up if, if you blitz. He can absolutely you destroy can, you. You can, but you have, you have to he get can, there. He can slowly destroy you. He can destroy you quickly. He, he will destroy you if you blitz and you don't get, get home. So what you have to do is you have to get pressure and play man. You have to do both of those things, especially interior pressure, uh, which fucks with every quarterback. And the Chiefs, good off good defensive line. Uh, like you said, they were uh, tied for the lead league in sacks, but they do not have the secondary to To do that, and and if you start doing that every drive, then Tom Brady it has three play drives where he puts up seven points. Well, you don't do it every and
0: drive; you do it once or twice uh, possession, maybe just enough enough to make him think. Because you saw it in this game that the few times they were able to get close to Brady, it threw him off. It you know they weren't ever a big. I mean, there was a big interception that got returned because uh, um, what's his name was lined up off sides.
2: D four, yeah, D four yeah, was offside, and he we'll probably hit,
0: and he probably was offsides most of the night. I don't even know that that's the case, but that happens all yeah. the time, though. You see, all the time we're like, oh, he's been lined up offsides almost all night, and one of the offensive linemen or Tom Brady or someone on the offense goes, "Hey, watch this guy. He's been doing this all night," and then they catch him at that point. Well,
2: the, <clears throat> the The problem isn't necessarily what the defense is able to do. You have to have a, a very, very good defense to beat the Patriots in general or get lucky. Uh, But their offense is built to kill you. Like Casey said a couple times, death by a thousand paper cuts, which is exactly right. They're going to drive down the ball. They're going to kill you in time of possession. They're going to convert on third and 10 almost every single time because they have Julian Edelman, they have Rob Gronkowski and to some lesser extent, Chris Hogan. They are built with high percentage plays to good elusive guys and Tom Brady puts the ball, and, they, and, and Tony Romo was excellent about pointing it out. Not only does he put the I'm ball on the guy, way. he puts it in the right spot to get the yards after the catch. If you watch yeah. this game closely, if you went back and rewatched or whatever, you would see almost every pass that crossed the, the line of scrimmage went for five yards, four five yards. Well, guess what? That's a recipe to kill you slowly. Yeah, it's the West Coast and offense. Repeatedly. And and that's what what this offense has basically always been, except for that year with Randy Moss where they put up a bajillion touchdowns. That's what this offense has been, and and that's that's why Tom Brady excels. Obviously, it's an offense that is built to win, and they don't do the the one mistake that a lot of offenses make. Like, oh, man, we seem to be passing the ball a lot. We better try to run it. No, if the pass is working, stick with the pass. If the run's working, stick with the run.
0: If it ain't broke, don't fix it. My biggest thing here is, though, this is the exact same game plan we saw last week. Yeah. Like, how is New England – or not New England, but Kansas City not prepared for it? As to what you say, this is what they kind of do. It is what they kind of do, but New England seems to kind of shake you, it up you, based on the opponent.
2: Well, Bob, so you can't really do it. You, you, like, you can plan for it all you want. You, you have to go out and you have to execute. You have to you know, tackle every, every ball right away. It's, yeah. it's just like you can have the best game plan in the world – but they're still going to out-execute
1: you. Yeah, well, and I think they were just sort of evolving correctly. I think Bob Sutton was behind the eight ball on just about every everything here. I, I think that every time he got his defense to where he wanted him to be, New England was a step ahead and, and sort of changed up what they were doing.
2: It's and and New England heard, is ex, exceptional. They're the best team yeah. at making halftime adjustments. Uh, Tom Brady and McDaniel and Bill Belichick have been together for so long; they know every option on every single play. They can change things. They can and and to their credit, they knew it was going to be loud in Arrowhead, so they just said, "Fuck it, let's go pretty basic." You might have one move, and that's it. That's the play. They're not trying to do what the Rams do and move around and this and that on every single play. They are like, we have two options. And we have maybe one one move built in there, and we're just going to kill you with that. There, I mean, there
0: was just a bunch. Uh, tons of stuff to talk about in this game. Um, going back to the overtime rule, just a little bit for a second. Sure. Uh, everyone, from what I was uh, watching yesterday on Good Morning Football, everyone kind of was okay with the way it shook out. Like, this is the rule. This is the right rule. It's better than the rule was. Like, now you just can't go kick a field goal and win it. You have to actually score a touchdown. Sure. Um, but it, it just did. It did feel almost deflating knowing that that's how it, it wasn't a, like a satisfactory
1: ending. No, I, I think and that we had, knew we yeah. knew as soon as that coin toss happened that
0: everyone knew that, that everyone knew whoever got going. that, whoever got the coin toss. See, was I going I don't to win think it.
1: that that's true. I, I think the Kansas City offense, they did come alive in that second half. But, I mean, if you, you want to and look at some of these these stat thing. lines, it was this th- team got away from what they were doing. I understand that Mahomes was pressured all games, so he was having trouble doing what he was doing. Kent, New England did a great job of just thinning the house and yeah. disrupting the game. And, and, and I think that's a very big point of, of how the first half shook, shook out and why they, they went into halftime with no points. I mean, Tyreek Hill, three targets, one catch, 42 yards. That's, yeah. that's not what you did all season
2: long. Travis no. Kelsey, and I, and five. I, I don't know how they kept. Tyreek to that because Tyreek is faster than an anyone that you know they, how they that,
0: kept Tyreek to that they had pressure on Patrick Mahomes
2: constantly
0: yeah he, well my yeah, they my were, they concern do
2: it without necessarily blitzing they, had, they they just had a better defensive no, line but that's what I'm saying if you can't line. get
0: there with just the four you're sending then you have to dial up a blitz you have to have a blitz package when your front four aren't getting there
1: yeah, see, and the, and the, the, the other stat line here that irritates me because of the way the game went is Tyreek Kill had no, n- then no, no rushing attempts. Why not hit an end around or a screen or, a, I mean, I, I get a, a screen isn't, it isn't going to go into the rushing category, but no. you know, we sat, I sat up there the whole time calling for screen, call for screen, and it, which is what they did all season long. These little screens to the, which they did figure out in the second half. And that's where Damian Williams went off. Um, was on these wheel routes and these these screen plays, um, but I mean, ten attempts for thirty yards. I'm not convinced that this guy is the guy between the tackles. I'm just not. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think, think he's so. the running back. That's go- he's great on the pass, but in this offense, I think anyone is. You know, if you're catching the ball out of the backfield, I think that anyone really is going to be able to put up some of the good numbers he has. I'm not convinced of his ability between the tackles. Um, And I, I think that this team is convinced he's going to be the guy going forward, which kind of does scare I me a little bit.
2: The, the combination of him, Daryl, and then if Spencer Ware sticks around, I think that's fine. I think absolutely fine.
1: I don't think Spencer Ware is going to stick around, but that's a discussion yeah. for the offseason.
2: Yeah. Uh, I I, like, I liked what this Kansas City like, – like you said, the Kansas City offense was not looking like it, it normally did. It, certainly not in the first half, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and we all know that. Bill Belichick's going to take away your best weapon. Well, in this case, he took away your two best weapon, weapons. He took away Tyree and Travis. You had a big game from Sammy Watkins, 114 yards. Yeah. Uh, but – He was out there I trying mean, to earn
1: that $16 million.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And for this game. I, but, I mean,
1: that's what it was.
2: The, the, the Patriots, and the reason that they keep ending up in Super Bowls and they, the AFC Championship games and playoffs, they are just better coached to execute. Simple
0: yeah. things. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> well, it's it's funny, though, that you say like there's no one better at second-half adjustments. Both times, now that they've played the Chiefs, the Chiefs did not look good in the first half of either no. one of these games. This game, they look at worse because they didn't put any points on the board. Yeah. But for whatever reason, Kansas City's found a way to come out in the second half against... Uh, New England, and I don't want to know say it's New England feeling complacent because they don't. No, they don't get that way. It's just good adjustments on Kansas City to be able to kind of come out and create this. Well, fire. And they were
1: they were rapid fire plays. They came out. They were getting the ball so out because the pressure was just, really. I'm so I'm
0: so upset at the way, um, the fourth quarter ended because you were That's another you were touting to you were touting the same narrative that you were the last time these guys played. Oh, you left too much time on the board. You left yeah. too much time on the board for well, Brady. And that's... It was flip-flopped this time to an extent. It, it, it
1: was. Like, yes and no.
0: Like, New England left 40 seconds or whatever it was for Kansas City to go down the field and get into a, a chance to tie it. At that point, I was just thinking of a tie. But then Kansas City overachieved that and got to a position where they well, could score. They, they capitalized I'm, on
1: some penalties.
0: I'm fine. Well, yeah, penalties are penalties. That's true. Unless you're <laughs> the Saints-Rams. Funny, the two different games... Weird, right? Yeah. But uh, everyone wanted them to take another shot at the end zone. Casey, what was your thoughts on that? Because I, as a fan, it's different.
1: You know, As me watching it,
0: I have no problem with the fact that they just decided to kick the field goal.
1: I will say, sitting there at the game, looking at the, the previous play, the previous play they ran from 16 seconds left on the clock, ran down to 11 seconds. And your immediate thought was, okay, you can do the exact same thing you just did. You take one look at the end zone. If there's no one there, you put it through the back of the end zone. Someone's got to be wide open. It's got to be the end zone. Otherwise, you're throwing it away. But and, and, and in the moment, that was my thought was, well, why don't they take one more shot? But the more that I thought about it afterwards, even after the game, it was a very, very long drive home, kids. Um. The way that New England was getting that pressure all day, all it was taken is one of those guys to get through and sack Mahomes or pressure yeah. him, and the game's over, and you don't, you're not getting a shot at that coin, to, that coin toss at all. So yeah, I'm okay uh, with them kicking that field goal there, where they did. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen them take that shot, but I absolutely understand why they didn't, and I won't criticize them for that. Um, I, I will say that I saw multiple articles uh, in the in the past week before that game. Sort of going on about how maybe Andy Reid wasn't as bad at the clock management as everyone sort of touts that he is. Um, I, I will say and, and there all of their arguments were that he doesn't like everyone assumes the argument is he's burning timeouts too early for, for nonsensical reasons and not having them at the end of the game. Um, my argument has always been that he doesn't know when to take them at the end. He will let too much time run off the clock or he doesn't get his team to the line to, to spike the ball. You have to have these guys yeah. prepared, especially in a situation yeah. like this. And I think at that like- point in time when Gronk catches the ball at the three yard line and they let 10 seconds run off the clock before calling the, deciding that they want to call the timeout and they'll never say it out loud, allow New England to score on the next play. That's 10 more seconds that you could have had there. And I, that is what I mean when I say Andy Reid is not good at clock yeah, management. Or you
0: mean in the uh, overtime period where your defense is just gassed and you've got three timeouts and you decide to use none of them. You have to. Two? No, I think
2: yeah. it's three. He also used there? a. Uh, Still two? Um, is it? Because yeah, I the, the, argued with the guy. The little then, the little
0: lights there were there was three. Mm, well, I
2: argued and, with it, the guy because in the playoffs you get three because it's a fifteen minute quarter. I think.
0: Yes,
1: you're right. It is. I, I mean, I have right. to go back and double check I, that. But all the all the scoreboards in the stadium said two. Oh, because I, I argued two. with the guy about it because I agree with you guys. It's a fifteen minute period and then it's considered another half. Because basically. I
0: I specifically remember going, why do they have three timeouts? It's overtime and then remembering that it's.
1: Yeah, because ten season. minutes the, yeah.
2: He he also could have used the challenge that he or the the timeout he lost on a challenge of a Chris Hogan ball that ended up being caught and I don't know <clears throat> that would have been nice to have, but yeah, he, he I, I mean at yeah, the
1: time it, it did really in the stadium it looked that way. I understand whoever's in his ear has a better view of it than anyone in the stadium does. Um, I I was prepared to go off on the Edelman thing, but it really – and that's the thing that irritates me is you'll look at a lot of Chiefs fans that will look at that that quote-unquote muffed punt that should have been theirs and they'll they'll call that a turning point. They turn the ball over two plays later. It really is a non-factor whether or not he touched it or whether or not there was – He didn't touch it. It was insane, but he didn't touch it. Undisputably didn't touch it? Yeah, yeah.
2: I I just don't buy it. Pretty convincingly didn't touch it. You didn't have the luxury of seeing the angles we
0: did. like Ridiculously did
1: not touch him once. That's fine, but like I said, in the long run, they turn the ball over two plays later, so it really doesn't matter at all.
2: No, it doesn't. Um,
1: But it's just one of those things that I've seen a lot of people lean on um, either way. it's There's not much can be there. I
2: I, I think the, the, the Patriots are just too good you have you have to you have to like kill them and kill them quickly you have to put them out of their misery early and often if you want to beat them or some miraculous play like the Miami Dolphins or play them in Miami if that's an option try to do that but
0: where's the uh, Super Bowl this year not Miami damn it
2: Atlanta uh but this this Patriots team to their credit they did it uh, and, and maybe it's been like this the whole time. And, and if you go back and look, you'll, you'll see that this is kind of the case. Their defense shows up. No guys, not necessarily household names, but their defense shows up. And the offense gets all the credit, Tom and Josh. And, uh, but Bill Belchick is a defensive guy. He always he is. has his defense playing well. Yeah. And it's, there's a reason that, that his assistants, defensive assistants, keep getting poached and going elsewhere. Whether that works out or not, that's a, in the offseason. But there's a reason that. The defense that this team is doing well, and it's you cannot win, you cannot go to nine Super Bowls if just your offense is good. The, the defense has been good throughout the, this dynasty, and it almost never gets the credit that it deserves because Tom Brady is so good. Yeah. But this defense, especially the defensive line, and especially Stephon Gilmore, showed up.
0: Maybe it's because of my age, and uh, I don't quite. And when I th- when I think Bill Belichick I didn't quite instantly think defensive mastermind but there's oh, a great absolutely. there's a great thirty for thirty about the two bills Belichick and Parcells and that's how like he came about was bill Parcells defensive coordinator and at at one point wasn't even defensive coordinator like defensive line coach or something like that and just through what he was able to mastermind and will these defenses to i a tremendous respect for Bill Belichick as much as I love to shit all over the New England Patriots just cannot you know, cr- credit where credit's do. These guys are great. Uh, Belichick is very, very good at getting his squad ready.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it, it would have been a more fun Super Bowl, in my personal opinion, if the Chiefs went. I think that everyone would have been a more was, enjoyable game. But this, I think this yeah. is, it will be a good matchup.
0: I think it'll be a good matchup. It'll be fun. I, I like the idea of the young lion, Sean McVay, like the new hot thing as That's far as coaching goes. At, and it gets all Belichick. you're gonna hear for And let's not forget that this dynasty started with the Rams. Yeah, I know.
2: Yes. That's also, fine.
0: Sean McVay and is, is the same right age as the Julian Rams, Edelman. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't
2: know if you guys saw it or not, but uh, they, they actually played in a, a football game with each other when they were college when uh, Edelman was at Kent State. And I don't remember where. Uh, Sean McVay went, but Sean McVay was a wide receiver in college, and Edelman was a quarterback in college. So last time those guys matched up, they were in completely different yeah. positions Ridiculous well.
0: question that I just want to ask real quick. Don't need long answers. How much longer is Andy Reid going to get in Kansas City? Because this has kind of turned into what it was in Philly. They weren't necessarily losing when Philly decided to let him go. Just couldn't get over the hump.
1: No, I think uh it, I mean, personal opinion as a fan, and I think it's a sort of a fan thing that definitely leads to some of these these uh, these moves that you see. Um, Andy Reid was adamant on the Patrick Mahomes move to to move up and get him. Sure. I think that buys him a lot of yeah. of leeway with this team. But if they can't um, I get think, over that hump, if he I doesn't get that over this, that hump, and that's fine. This is the for this team. It's the first year. The, the first year. And, and I really I feel the need. And and I've see, I saw all kinds of Chiefs fans put the exact same thing up, and they're absolutely right. This team's over under in Vegas was eight this year. Yeah, this is our rebuilding. This year. team overachieved significantly this year for what I mean. Don't get me wrong. Patrick Mahomes is probably the largest regression candidate possible next year. There's no way he does what he did this year. But if those offensive pieces are still there, they can address the defense in the draft. This is a a Ryan will attest to it. a, A good defensive draft.
2: Massive defensive um, draft huge. And, I, and defensive free agency is so huge. I, I
1: think that, that this this could still be fine. I do sort of worry a little bit, uh, because the news broke Sunday morning, the the projected that uh, that when the first year eligible, twenty twenty, that Mahomes is gonna be the first player to sign the two hundred million dollar deal. Um it's that,
2: but that's not based on anything other no. than how well he played. That, this and that's year. that's true. Let's see what he does it's next not, year. It's, it's Let's not see based on him saying year. that he wants that, or no. his agent saying they're no. going to shoot for that. It's just saying, look how good he is. He will be eligible for a big contract yes. in two years. And contracts keep getting bigger. That, that's the only reason that's there. And you yeah. know that. Everyone knows no, that. No, and I, I, I agree I with that. To, it
1: it does I, kind of worry me a, a little bit. that, they, that I, I know how much money they don't have to spend right now. So I, they'll make it work, and they have to. And there's one, and there's no way that they can – there's nothing else you can do. You have to give the kid what he's worth, and that's all there is to it. But um, Someone will. If, if you exactly. Don't, someone will. If you don't, someone will. Ask the
2: Niners. Something that we didn't even mention at all, though, like uh, we talked about how long – how long reed has in here and i think he's done a masterful job obviously this team hugely overachieved they one of the most exciting oh. exciting teams to watch yeah. their odds-on favorites to be in this position again next year and something we didn't mention was it everyone kind of scapegoat to a degree bob sutton defensive coordinator yeah. for the chiefs today he tuesday he was let go uh, relieved of his duties, which I, I hate that term because you fired him. But yeah, whatever. Uh, and so next year they have a, a shot at getting a some big name. They have a shot at getting a good uh, a good up up and coming coordinator. They they it. have a shot at, at getting no. some guy who's a little bit better at adapting because uh, Bob Sutton was before today was the longest tenured uh, coordinator in the league. He's yeah, been around for it, a long it, time. That's right. Old guy himself. So um, I do honestly believe that's not what I blood. meant. Don't oh, say. Okay. It.
1: Oh, I, I, no. oh, Tony Romo. Yeah, that's uh, there, there are plenty so of Chiefs shocked. fans clamoring for Tony Asinite. Romo. Shut the fuck up.
0: Terrible, like terrible. That's just like recency biased. It's easy to sit there with your little headset on. Well, I laugh. Clear, because which is I where listened. a coordinator kind of sits, too. But it's easy as a player to sit there and go, oh, they're going to run this and they should run this when you've got the whole view of the fucking field.
1: I, I listened to our uh, friend of the show, Dave Damaschek's uh, podcast for this week as they were sort of talking about it, and he was talking to, uh, to Derek Carr's brother, David, about this, and he goes, "Yeah, any, any quarterback that was in the league for long enough could absolutely sit up there and do that. That's, that's how it works. Like, yeah. it's it's no, really not that impressive. That. Um, well, and I think you may actually see like a, a push of 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 quarterbacks sort of getting shots what in the booth the because right now we have a terrible setup of of commentators commentator. in the booth. They they that could take some. Well, work well one for, what, we're uh, one for we're uh, one for uh, uh, one on it. Uh, uh, like
0: one and one as far as de- decent uh, quarterback. I, mean, I guess Dan Faust is still pretty good."
2: They have to uh, – they actually – like CBS okay. had to pay him a bunch of money to get him to stay there Yeah, uh, because someone else is going to come and poach him. But um, when we were talking about the defense there, like you said, it's a big defensive draft, huge defensive draft, big defensive free agency as well. Plus you have a chance to get a new coordinator in there. If this defense isn't good next year, it's Kansas City's fault and they don't deserve to be in this position. I think that they they know how close they are and they know what their weakness is. Because you have, you have one of the best offenses in the league, you have one of the best special teams te- teams in the league, uh, or coordinators in the league. You need that defense to be good. If you're not, then this is this is as far as you're ever going to get.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I, I will. I, I was. I'm glad you gave me a little time there because I, I was the first one. As soon as I saw the news, I shared it there in the Facebook group, and I uh, I will give a little bit of a shout out to uh, to fan uh, Brad here whom just went with the laundry list of of reasons that uh, that that Sutton should have been let go and it should have happened well before this. I probably um, should have. And and yes, this has been the talking point on any chief's thread for a year and a half. Um I, I mean, I won't go down there. There're just a lot of things. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they, they just they've they've been owned by a lot of a lot of teams, they were on pace to be historically bad on defense this year. And then my favorite one, which still, even after everything that's happened this season and how a lot of Rams fans are very upset, saw this. He, is the, he is a large reason that Marcus Peters was traded. Um, I, I think that Marcus <laughs> Peters... Oh, I thought you were going to talk about been, how he
0: called out that Colts game a couple years ago.
1: No, I, I like you know that was the reporting last year after that Titans game was Marcus Peters left saying that he'd never play yeah, for that yeah, asshole yeah. again, and and they made sure of that because they chose him over Marcus Peters. I, I think there were other reasons that that led to that. I think that his anthem stuff was a problem for for that ownership group, and they weren't happy about it. But um, all said and done, I think it, it was a large chunk of the reason he was traded. Um,
2: I, I mean, um. <sighs> so now you're looking for a Marcus Peters type in this draft when you had him exactly two years ago
1: exactly and that's and that's a problem but um i will point out as i, I alluded to earlier i found the, uh, the 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 pass play breakdown here um uh Gronkowski caught that pass at the uh three yard line with 54 seconds left and the timeout was not called for 12 seconds that's yeah it's not be good quick it's not good not good that's 12 seconds longer you could have had it the i mean I know it's all nitpicking and it's uh, you know ifs and buts, but if you're going to take it, you got to know when you're going to take it, and he's just not good at that. Um, to,
2: if, have, if, we... if I can do, if I can play a, a tiny, tiny bit of Devil's Advocate on Bob, Bob Sutton, sure, he did the best with the pieces he had.
1: Oh, and you're not you're not wrong about that. This team, I mean, they have a good offensive line. I, my question, um, and a Chiefs fan posted this in a group that I'm in, and it really blew my mind. I, I felt like I noticed it a lot um, in the stands, but it's not something that you. Or maybe you do see a little bit better when you're on the stands because you're not seeing the players running on and off the field. Chris Jones was on the field for 53% of the snaps, and I don't understand that. Yeah. He's been he's a, a defensive a juggernaut. To only be out there in the biggest game of the year for half the snaps, I, I'd like to know why that's a thing.
0: There um, was, there I, was,
1: I, you may have a good reason. That's fully possible. There was but odd
0: moments I, I kinda in liked this to know game why. where the Chiefs – Changed their defensive packages and brought in smaller players because Romo kept pointing it out on the broadcast. To his credit, was right every time. It's like the moment they substituted and brought in these smaller players, Brady just decided to run the football. Yeah.
2: No, I mean well, it's. I mean, I think Chris Jones is more of a a, a pass rush D tackle than I, I just run stop D tackle. Yeah, I was just I was
0: just saying in general. It was just kind of funny when they. One of them weird, like, things. It's like, you've been getting picked apart every time you do this. Then you know, at a certain point, you can kind of predict what they're going to do because they've been doing it all game long. And they never strayed from their game plan. That's the thing that really bothered me about the defensive attack here is you knew what they were going to do. They were doing it with success. And to me, it didn't seem like they ever tried to change up what they were doing.
2: And and that's why Bob Sutton doesn't have a job today. Exactly. And that was the main yeah. criticism was that he wasn't able to kind of adapt to that. Um, I think part of that, like I was saying, is not only do you need uh, big names, you also need a lot of depth. And they don't have really either. The Chiefs defense doesn't. So uh, having variability in your players, having run, stop, run stopping guys or uh, NASCAR rush guys and things like that um, – is accountable to the GM as well. So yeah, oh yeah absolutely. Um, if, if they're not taking a look at that, if that's not being talked about right now in Kansas city, then they're already starting off on a bad foot for next year.
1: I mean, it, it sort of boils down to me. It's another one of those things uh, fly on the wall would like to know. We'll never know. I'd, I'd like to know what the disconnect was uh, leading to the change at GM here because I, I had my theory on it. And if, if I was correct, then he was wrong. But, um, <laughs>
2: I, I don't I know. He has done well. In, He's in, done well,
1: and that's my my thought. As I'm curious as to as to why we didn't see I die and and, and you know have somebody else in that role now. I, but have, I have breaking
0: coaching news. Sure, If we're going to get to news at all
1: here. I mean, been, I, had, I had one more point there. one more okay. thing I kind of okay. wanted to ask Ryan. All right, yeah, go for it. Um, because I wanted to see if maybe someone else would agree with me. Um, I've had a couple <laughs> people that when I say it, they go, eh, "Yeah, I guess that's, that's that could be a thing." So, um. Obviously, as a Chiefs fan, I'm I, I, I'm watching the the conversation and uh, lots of people that blame this this loss in this game on on D Ford, the, the lineup and the the interception there that never was. Um, my thought process there is the quarterback sees the free play and and sort of changes mindset, will make a play that they wouldn't normally make generally you see him air the ball out but that's not what brady's no. doing that's that's not what this offense does i i think that maybe so there's late. a possibility that he threw it yeah. in a you know in a window that he well, it shouldn't was have it was and tipped, and right? sort of you know leading to that I, I i don't know i hate to blame it on d ford i mean he's up for contract this year hopefully they're able to bring him back he had a monster season we shouldn't hold one play against him but um it's it's really it's really rough I think for a, a lot of fans right now that see how that play played out and how it would have went had there, had he lined up where he needed to be. Yeah, it'd have been ball game. It would have been well, game he, over.
2: You wouldn't have had the tip. You wouldn't ha- you, you likely wouldn't have had the interception if he wasn't offside. That that that's what yeah. it comes well, down that's, to. That's my, my he, thought process
1: had, and I'm glad you say this. He had
2: thing. the pressure. I, you know, like uh it's like a holding call on a long run play. It's like, yeah. oh wow, you look you just cost us this long run play. It's like, no, no that's the He, he wouldn't he have got that it. far.
1: So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. And that that's what I think. I, I also D Ford said that and he was good about this. He's been excellent about uh kind of handling it. Because um, yes. a lot of people are putting a square on his head, which is certainly not the case, but uh normally the ref will kinda warn you if you're across the line and it didn't happen on that play, and he's not he's not saying that at all. He's saying I have to know that but you know, if, if that's something that you generally hear, hey buddy, you're you're over the line right now, and you don't hear on that play, well, you're gonna think you're fine. so yeah. uh, I mean, but the same thing we talked about with, with the new uh, with the, the New Orleans game. You know, you don't win or lose a game. You generally on don't win or lose a game on No,
1: one. and every single person that's had something to say about that play or the coin toss or whatever, I have just continuously went back with fourteen nothing at halftime. Your yeah, team yeah. couldn't put up anything at half.
2: Get a fucking field goal before halftime.
1: Yeah, you fine. have to do. You have to put up points, and and you know, yes. Uh, if I'm New England, I'm a little concerned with the fact that I gave up 31 points and a half. But in the long run, you won the game, so there's less to be concerned about. Uh, Kansas City, this has been the prolific offense. They were the number one scoring offense, if I'm not mistaken. You put up zero at halftime. It doesn't work.
2: It, yeah, that, which they don't do. They don't normally do. No. Uh, over the course of the year, so uh, a couple things I want to point out. I want I'd like to say about overtime. Sure. Uh, one, I, I agree with the format we have now. I do think it would be more fun if we had a college type format. It'd just be more enjoyable, and then you wouldn't have to have this conversation about oh should pass, I'm, you know, whatever. I'm kind of curious
1: uh, how much Vegas has to say about that. With I do their, like the that. lines yeah. and their over unders.
2: I'm not I'm not pushing for it to change, but I do think it, it would be a fun experiment. Maybe try it for a year. The NFL is not going to do just, that, but maybe try just it.
1: implement it in the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Uh, point two is uh, in both of these games in, in both of these games on Sunday, the team that won the first coin toss lost the second coin toss. And guess what? That's how it's supposed to work out 50-50. Uh, over the course of like, um, I think since they changed the, uh, to the uh, non-sudden death rule, the, the field goal rule, it's coin tosses and overtime, uh, 50% of the time, the team that gets the ball first wins. 50% of the time, they lose. So that's – it's working as intended.
0: Yeah. One of the most uh, – so, rid- uh, sorry, Ryan, I didn't mean to cut you off.
2: I was going to say, just, just, you can't say they lost on a coin toss. No, no. one of the most ridiculous and no one, and no one here things
0: is. I heard – ridiculous things I heard was uh, from the uh, the lady that's on Good Morning Football. I can't remember her name right now. Kay hey, Adams? Yeah, and she brought up this point of like maybe there's something they can do like analytically – where they can look at the two teams to see who by the stats and the numbers played the game better so at that point they should deserve to start the overtime period. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like how, for one, how do you do that? You, know, you gotta,
1: you gotta fill hours and hours yeah. every morning. Then, I, I, I'm not gonna t- knock. Yeah, exactly. It was
0: like, <laughs> that's the best you could come up with was your attempt to fix the overtime rule was, well, let's get some science involved and then just give
1: the team the well, ball. Well, the problem is, I promised the first time she just went, well, I mean, we should do it like college and then went, yeah, but we already said that. So you gotta come up with something else. Yeah, else. Some yeah else. you gotta okay. come up with something creative and stupid
2: or else be looking for a new job Yeah, Mm. since the overtime rules changed in 2012 is when it was so yeah Uh, but the game was not won or lost on that coin toss it wasn't won or lost on the first coin toss it wasn't won or lost neither of these games were won or lost on a penalty generally Uh, but my final thought on this is I think it it would just be a little bit more fun to have the other system
1: yeah I tend to agree with that anything else on this? No, no, I'm going to a particular game we we'll thought about putting firing him. fire in it. Yeah. Yep. That's that's good. All right, so let's talk a little bit of news. We got a couple things here. We got maybe 10 breaking 10 coaching minutes news or so. Uh what do you what's your breaking coaching news?
0: Breaking coaching news that is going to Cuz it's not just,
1: breaking once people are listening to this. But no, to, no. But going to data side. It's
0: going to it's going to make every Dallas Cowboy fan super super happy because it has been confirmed that they have somehow hired John Kitna. Haven't quite described where they're going to put him yet, but it is, him conf- the quarterback's coach. it is confirmed that he will either be the quarterback's coach, most likely, which promotes Kellen Moore to the position of offensive coordinator because Jerry Jones is the freaking moron who likes to keep everyone in the house. I love listening to my brother just bitch about it. Because Kellen Moore, uh, for those of you who don't know, Backup Dallas quarterback. Funny how he just continues to let these guys hang around, right, Jerry Jones? Mm -hmm. Jason Garrett was career.
2: John Kitna, also former backup backup Dallas uh, quarterback. Yeah, weird.
0: Hmm. But Kellen Moore's sole job this last season was quarterback's coach. Coaching up the quarterback. Dak Prescott did not improve his game at all
2: this season. So clearly... to To play Cowboys defender, Kellen Moore was kind of getting on that short list where... Next year or the year after he would be being looked at to be an offensive coordinator. So if that's what does happen, if he ends up being the offensive coordinator, who else uh, is gonna hire Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator? Egregious.
0: Who else is gonna hire Kellen Moore's offensive coordinator? Anyone. Some team that's gonna make the yeah. terrible decision and continue to be bad. The Jets. Who's
2: hmm. gonna hire Scott Linehan, man? Scott Linehan? Someone will hire somebody. Someone will. will hire Scott Linehan. Yeah.
1: It's just it was just funny. I wanted to stir it a little bit at no. the Cowboys fans. Yeah, we assume. Uh, in other coaching news, the uh, the Ravens uh, reached uh, a little bit of an extension there with
2: Harbaugh. I don't know that anybody's too surprised here. Um, I, I'm curious what the hubbub was about earlier in the year because it was getting uh, it was getting to the point where people were kind of expecting him to be available at the end of the year, and then they, they had a little bit of a turnaround. Uh, was he wanting out? Were they wanting to get rid of him? Was it mutual? Uh, I'm just curious what that is because depending on, on what the impetus of those rumors were – uh, and that could play uh, a part in how the atmosphere is yeah. next year and throughout the. My, the my thought
1: process would be, you know, obviously, I think it had something to do with the quarterback situation. I don't know if he was sold on that. Um, I mean, obviously, the way the team went along had a lot to do with this, because um, had they continued losing, I, I feel like he probably wouldn't have a job. But uh, I don't know who you're going to find better at this point. So yeah.
2: Um, which find someone who shook hands of, with Shaq somewhere? It finally does put the the Kai on the the one uh, percent rumor that Harbaugh would end up in like Miami for some reason. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Unless they trade for it, they can yeah, still they make the trade happen.
2: Okay. Sign, sign and trade. Maybe that's that the that thing. Work.
0: Maybe he just okay. You want to trade me? Give make it a long deal. Guarantee me some money. Yeah, give me give it the big money.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm gonna skip the Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders Twitter beef. Uh, we'll talk about this uh, in the off season. I think we'll we'll probably end up talking a lot of Antonio Brown in the off season. I'm interested to see where this goes. Um, I may or may not have done this once before, but we'll do it very quickly. One word answer, Ryan. Who does Antonio Brown play for next
2: year? Miami. Jim. I can't
1: say one word because one the
0: city's two names: San Francisco. You should have said 49ers. It's fine. That is, yeah,
1: I guess. Nine, I'm niners. I think he's Niners. 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 I still, kind of believe he plays for the Steelers, but we'll see.
2: What about and hear me out? Love Bell, Antonio oh, Brown, both to go Jets. to the Colts.
1: I, I, that terrifies me. To be completely honest, as a team that it's, roots for, as a guy who roots for a team in the AFC, um, but the that's money, absolutely need, a possibility. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm more hoping that they end up on the Jets, but uh, I don't think uh, Gase wants to deal with the uh, the diva mentality. So um, We got some international games announced for next season, uh, some, some teams giving up home games, and I had a little bit of trivia that also came up on Damish X Podcast that I got the answer wrong as I was thinking about it in my head, so I want to hit you guys with it as well. Um, but the international games we have, uh, one in Mexico City, Chiefs at Chargers, Um, I think you'll notice a bit of a theme here when it comes to uh, these teams that are giving up home games. Uh, The the Chiefs at Chargers is being played in Mexico City. We'll see if that stadium's ready to go this time (laughs) around.
0: They've got another full year to get ready for that, right?
1: Yeah. The uh, the Panthers at the Bucks. Ryan, your Bucks giving up a home game there. Uh, Play the Panthers. It's whatever. They're not great. So sure. Cross the sea. There you go. Uh, The Bears at the Raiders the Bengals at the Rams, and the Texans at the Jags. So I don't think London got a good game this year.
2: There's quite a few good games in there. Calm down.
1: I don't think there are, but okay.
2: Yeah, that Bengals-Rams game is going to be a real bar. But, uh,
1: I mean, I, I, I want to point out there that you're looking. I mean, I'm surprised that the Raiders only showed up on this list once. We are getting to that point where the NFL wants an answer on where they're playing. So keep, uh, keep an eye out for that one. But, um, yeah, the the Chargers, Raiders, and Rams, all whom at this point don't have a real home, all giving up those games to go to go play is uh, not really a surprise Which, to me.
2: It, it's, they, they have to in order to get the Super Bowl yes. played at their home stadium. But I believe and a lot of them, have, them have, have already
1: done it. The Raiders, I think, gave up a home game this last year, and I think the Chargers did too. But I believe that both and, the Chargers but, and Rams have to. I mean, they're both doing yeah, that, it this that, that, season.
2: That's interesting whether or not they would both have to, but but all three of those teams, Rams, Chargers, and Raiders have a, a bright, new, shiny stadium that will be opening within the next two or three years, um, and the Super Bowl will land there barely, very shortly after they open.
1: So there is one team that has never played an international game. Can anyone tell me who it is? It's one team left that hasn't played an international game. The Patriots? No, that was actually my first thought, was that it was the Patriots, but no. Um, Green Bay? It is, in fact, the Green Bay Packers. They're never going to host the Super, huh, Bowl. Gonna host that, the Super Bowl. They're never going to host the Super Bowl. They're never going to give up a home game. They make way too much money off those home games. Um,
0: And you got to get the entirety of the ownership to vote on this, right?
1: <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. But
2: That's a send-out of mass, mass text. Mass and, text. And, ha- and half... Half of well, the probably, owners don't even get text on their flip phones. I
1: said they probably just got like a Facebook group that you just do the voting yeah. in, right? That's they, have, easy
2: they have to play. do a, a phone tree.
1: Oh, to get, don't Brent, get a phone Brenda tree. and P yes. Squawky oh, the,
2: to answer the phone. No,
1: no phone trees.
0: <sighs> That's Martha, still who doesn't know is on the other end.
1: So we had uh, we had some some Pro Bowl moves and shakes after the uh, after the the Super Bowl was figured out. Uh, hey, Mitchell, Ryan, your boy Mitchell gets a spot in there. So uh, I don't think we can any longer call it the Pro Bowl. But go ahead.
2: <laughs> he gets paid to play football.
1: He He's does. You're not wrong about that. He replaces Jared Goff. Uh, Deshaun Watson is going to replace uh, Tom Brady there. So uh, those are those are things. Uh, Alvin Kamara is also going to go in to the old Pro Bowl there. So uh, there's some other yeah, there's names. A, Nothing. A few. Nothing major that, that blew my mind, but uh, still interesting. Uh, Lane Johnson's going in. Uh, Jar- Jared sometimes Cook's sometimes taking Travis Kelsey's lost. place because, well, yeah. he's still upset. I don't blame him.
2: Plus, he's been to Pro Bowl before, and you're only going to Orlando. It's like, meh.
1: Yeah, no one really cares Yeah, right. Um, let's Orlando, see. I want you. So, Jam shared this in the Facebook group, and I don't think I was pre- – not that it's, like, terrible and, like, looked – Gruesome, but we saw the first few shots of Alex Smith post uh, oh, making yeah. it out, and uh, man, that sucks. Have you seen these pictures, Ryan? I'm sure you have on the Twitter.
2: Yeah, it, it's pretty. Uh, it looks like a lot of hardware. It really is. Yeah. He's
1: not making it through airport security anytime I've soon. I've got
0: pictures of my dad from like the late '80s when he broke his neck and like had to wear a halo, and it looks like that for anyone that's ever like just. A frame of reference, if you will, like the bolts and the screws and like the pieces, like just holding all of this together. And he's got more than one. There's more than one part that's screwed into his leg, holding all of this in place.
1: But the uh, the the Redskins are optimistic that he is not done with football. So
0: good. That like that picture Uh. begs to
1: differ. I agree
2: with that. I am. I am not optimistic that he plays football again. Yeah, uh, but, uh, he, he, but they, they doubled down on uh, Colt McCoy. They said they, they gave him an extension.
1: You're breaking up, Ryan. Uh, Come on, man.
2: Uh, what did you do? In McCoy.
1: Nope.
2: Uh, nope.
1: Nope. We're gonna stop right there. Uh, but but in the in, in in case you were you know. Not sure that the Redskins were of their right mind in putting out the statement that they don't think Alex Smith is going to be done, that they're optimistic about his future. They also don't expect Reuben Foster to be suspended by the league. So there's that.
0: <laughs> well, you know what they say? You can wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one gets filled first. Yeah,
1: pretty much. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. But uh, I also beg to differ on that one. So don't quite agree with the Redskins on a couple aspects. Um, so we got the, uh, the, the skills challenge showdown rosters. So if you guys want to place your wagers on who's going to win this, um, sure.
0: <laughs> can you do that? Can you bet on Oh, you can absolutely bet
1: on anything. Um, the AFC side of things, I'll just run down this really quick, like, and we'll, we'll see who we like better. Uh, Von Miller, Miles Garrett. Kyle Williams, Denzel Ward, Eric Ebron, James Conner, Jamal Adams, Andrew Luck, Juju, Deshaun Watson, and uh, the, the two coaches being Jim Kelly and Demarcus Ware. Sure. The NFC side of things, we have Ryan Kerrigan, Bobby Wagner, Adam Thielen, Jam your Boy, George Kittle, Mike Evans, Saquon, Russell, Wilson. Yeah. Is there any other? Cameron Jordan, uh, uh, Ryan, your boy, Mitch or Mitchell? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll just go Mitch, I guess. Is it?
2: I'll never Mitchell.
1: Nah, you're still terrible. I gave you a shot. Akeem Hicks, and the two coaches are Emic- Emmett Smith and Brian. Are Urlach, you standing so by the microwave? <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He's not. It's not good though. So we're just sort of. The thing is uh, changed on band. Well, it's still not great. It's a little bit. I, I, you know what? I bet it's the snow. Oh, damn it! It's getting worse uh, uh, lines. nope, that's still terrible no one is hearing what you're saying I mean they're hearing you say things, but we don't know what they <laughs> are so uh that's that's all I got that's, that's, that's it. it. We're tapping out for the week guys i'm I' this muscled through this. Night. this was rough. I really didn't want to talk football yeah, you a little behind the curtain guys it's It was a rough week yeah, so we've all
0: been there. We've yeah. all
1: had these losses it's uh, it's tough so. We will be back next week. We're going to talk to some fans. We're going to have our, our nominees for the Just Another Football Show Awards. Um, if you guys have uh, ideas for other categories, we'll put them out on the group for what we did last year. We'll take fan submissions for uh, for what you guys think the uh, the nominees should be. And we'll have the official list for you probably next week, I think. I think. We'll do that on the early episode next week. We'll do that on Wednesday. Get some uh, nominees out there. Maybe talk any other news that's happened. And then on Friday, we'll be uh, talking Super Bowl. We'll talk with Jeremiah. We'll talk with Katie. We may talk with some other people. We'll see what happens. And we'll be giving our official picks. Oh, no, I have to do it, don't I, Jim?
0: You do have to tell him, and it's great that his phone's fucking up, so Man, he can't good. talk we about can't it. can't do this. Ryan, you still there? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you still sound bad. Uh, <laughs> I'll give an update on the, uh, the four score. And the only thing, the only saving grace on this four score... Is the asterisk next to it that it is, in fact, the two score? Last week scores uh, from worst to first. Uh, jam with the 46 points. Yeah, I thought they'd be more uh, high score. That Saints Rams scoring. game really hurt you, that's for sure. Yeah, I thought they'd be a little more high score. Um, I-, I finished in second with 41 because uh, that uh, Chiefs Patriots game. Though in the first half, I was thinking. Man, I might at least be close on the four score. This looks a little lower scoring than these guys picked. Didn't happen. And bringing up the uh, the, the very front of the pack, Ryan, you nailed it. Your score was zero.
2: Fuck yes.
1: <laughs> oh, all of a sudden, his shit works a little bit better.
0: I love how at one point.
1: You, I will point out you didn't nail either of the games. You picked one wrong. But, uh, I mean, points-wise, you, points points you nailed it, 49 and 68. Hell yeah! So, oh,
0: there it goes. You're clear. There you go. go to
2: Vegas.
1: Sound a little bit better. You yeah. should. I
0: like how at one point Sunday you wanted me to break into Casey's house. Does that happened. To he? No, he messaged, "Hey, break uh, into Casey's house so I can see what I got, like what I picked on this game." And then I go download the episode. Just download the
2: episode
1: and listen to it, you dick. Uh, it's
2: fun.
1: I actually downloaded the re-downloaded the episode and listened to it to verify that I was correct in your scores because I was hoping I was wrong, but uh, no, you nailed it with the zero. So. Good Holy work out shit. of you. Uh, maybe uh, maybe next time you'll be able to do it on a uh on on a four score instead of a two score. But How, uh, how many times has that happened this year where someone's got
0: the game completely right missed by nothing? I know I did it once when I felt pretty good about it, but now Ryan did it totally. Oh, yeah, the, the total? Week.
1: I think it's yeah. just the one. I think that was the week that you finished with the nine, which is still on a four score, the yes. the record. Uh, you go to the two score, and Ryan now holds the record with a zero. So we'll see if someone yeah. can hit it you dead nuts I mean? on in the Super Bowl. So is that
0: bro. is that just three times, then, throughout the year, that one of the games has been zeroed by any
1: of us? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I can go get all the stats. I've got it all here, but I'm not for that no so. i was just thinking about that i oh, should have hit with that earlier yeah. that's what it is as bad as my four scores been that's been more saving grace is that week fair enough all right so that's gonna do it for us this week we will be back next week we're gonna do all the things and uh don't go anywhere we'll be here all off season um we we may have a pod for you the the morning after the super bowl we're not sure how it's going yet but we will definitely have uh a recap up after the super bowl and we'll keep on trucking through the off season it's almost draft time, right, Ryan?
2: around the
1: corner right around the corner it's what he said in case you didn't hear him and his robot voice his robot voice all right so for these two fucks dicks, i'm ryan i speak with a robot voice all right this yeah. has <laughs> this has been just another football show bye see
2: ya
1: I-